welcome to Mind Styling, the podcast that explores how we can win at the game inside our heads and make a mark on this world in our own unique style, on our own terms. We interview entrepreneurs and leaders who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and set their own definitions of success. We will share with you the tips and techniques they use to style their mind and give you the tools you need to start mind styling for yourself. Hello, lovely mind stylists. This is Amy Armstrong. And I'm Dr. Becky Sage. And today we're doing top tips from the how people, specifically Dr. Joey Watkins' top tip. So Joey says, be 1% better. This lovely idea of continual improvement. So that incremental improvement in lots of different areas, but just 1%. And actually, we were talking about it before, weren't we, Becky? And it's the Kaizen principle. Mm, Yes. And it's something that I've heard of a lot along the way. And I think sometimes I apply it and sometimes I don't. But I think think it's a really good way to prioritize. That's, That's the way I see it. Where are you putting your energy? Where are you where is it you're going to focus first, you know, during the day? What's that, what's that one thing that can make all the difference? And I think by, by thinking of it in this way of continuous improvement, you can really angle that into anything you want. So it's whatever stage you're at, it allows you to kind of have something that's consistent, even though the thing that you might be improving every day is is not consistent, but it's about a kind of a, continu- a consistent approach to something. And especially when we're entrepreneurial, when we're working on baselines that are shifting, I think Nat put it beautifully, like setting goals on shifting sands. Yes. The idea of like, okay, well, what's the continue, you know, what's, what's that 1% better I can be today? I think that that is just so motivating and I've applied it to so many things from, you know, can I, social media and how many more people can, can I connect with to reading books to, um, I don't know, just those little things you do for yourself um, versus what's the one small thing we can do in the business today to, to help us to move forwards towards something because eating a whole elephant can be very (laughs) tricky and also not that smart a lot of the time. 1% better is really empowering because when you're faced with overwhelm and you don't know where Mm. to go next and and, and you're a perfectionist and you've got immensely high standards, if you say, no, actually, I'm going to give myself 100 days and each day I'm going to do something 1% better, then my goodness, that is... 100% improvement in just over three months, which is phenomenal. Um, But if we face that 100% improvement expected of us on day one, we might never start. And so suddenly, if it's just, I don't know, just playing with the colours on the logo, Mm -hmm. if you wanted to, or if it's actually, uh, I've been, I just need to up my energy. How am I going to up my energy? Well, today, Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to cut out caffeine and sugar and, you know, go to bed early. Actually just saying, actually, today I'm just going to concentrate on drinking more water. So I'm Mm -hmm. going to drink eight glasses of water today instead of whatever it is I normally drink because I'm probably not conscious and I don't know how much I normally drink. And so suddenly your brain goes, yes, I can do that. 
from a business perspective, I got, I, I was taught this by my coach, stroke mentor, uh, when I was made uh, director of London for Learn Direct. I was given a coach, stroke mentor. And one of the first things he said was, uh, Amy, uh, 1% better. In fact, he uh, gave me a book to read, which was uh, Clive Woodward's, uh, I think it's called Winning. Clive Woodward was the rugby coach um, that transformed England's rugby team um, and led them to World Cup victory in 2003. And he used this approach um, of 1% better across the board. Um, So if you are 1% better in your nutrition, if you're 1% better in your fitness, if you're 1% better in your, uh, well, obviously there was a whole range of things that he'd be looking at. And I am not a particular ball sports sort of fangirl, but I I have a husband and a son who are passionate. And I I just, by osmosis, have picked up that that's what Lester did to go from uh, mid-range bottom table to complete surprise winners um, of the premiership and they're doing well again this year as well so it's this kaizen Mm. principle of one percent better and I just love it and you can do that in business and I did that with my team and I was able to look at each of the target areas and say well how can we look do better in each of these by one percent and of course those one percent quickly turn into ten percent but if you've got ten areas which you're doing ten percent better in that is transformative. We went on to smash our targets. And in fact, it was something that um, I took throughout my 10 years at, at Learn Direct. And I prided on myself on an impossible target that everyone, all the other regions and all my peers would just go, no, we can't do it. Well, it's just too overwhelming. I'd be like, no, bring it on. How are we going to do it? It's fun. Let's see how we can do it. And um, that holistic looking at it. Um, I don't know. What do you think? How does it work for you in business? I think it's always been about when you are seeing challenges that Mm. that feel overwhelming. That's certainly when it comes into play for me. And I mean, interestingly, coming back to the sports analogy, I think I've used it more in gymnastics than anything else. And although I then it then probably it definitely does cross over to other things in my life. Um, So I think it it is about being able to break things down and get the right the right set of metrics that you're working towards and then being able to step forwards towards them and and the honest truth is or certainly from my perspective is it doesn't really work that you do just do 1% better every day what happens is is that 1% opens a door and then it, that allows other things to to flow in and you know probably you start by doing one percent of something I, you know and then and then it just flows in I'm conscious that I'm being really abstract as we talk about it so I think some of the it's very easy to think about it when you think about growing your audience or growing your customer numbers maybe growing your revenue so so when with something like that, well, what's the 1% better? You can think about that in the inputs. So am I going to talk to a person today that I wouldn't have talked to otherwise? You know, And that, and that could be the 1% better is I'm just going to reach out to, it wouldn't be one, well, it depends. Ignore the maths. I'm sitting here going, well, it would only be 1% if you're already reaching out to 100 people. Um, 
um, but yeah, so so and it is those small things that open floodgates. And I think that's for in business, certainly I feel like that's how it's worked for me. The the reason it's I think a little bit different in sport is because well, you do need to do this in high performance in the workplace as well, but it's also about pacing yourself. So sometimes it is about saying, hang on, are you overdoing it here? And you know, like I said, you you might do something and then the floodgates open and then then really it's just about responding to those things and and trying to keep the pace at a reasonable pace at a sustainable pace and not trying to do way more that's going to burn you out and of course we know that in high performance sport that's something that the the group of coaches um well that they they should be aware of (laughs) that they're, they're becoming more aware of as the research gets better and as they realize that actually if we can help with resilience again and sustainable training practices less injuries less um Mm. and and a longer competitive career it is similar in in high performance in business um so I think that's something that I can really continue to keep learning and figuring out how do we do this in a way because like I said the just by doing certain actions we then open up such a big you know, range of other things that you potentially then have to respond to. So, so how to make sure you keep pacing, how to, you know, and keep, keep that steady rather than it being like these big, oh, okay, I'm going to suddenly like run really, really fast because I've done that one, 1% that, that has then meant more, a lot more than 1%. So, uh, which, which in athletics, I think that they're, they're very good at, uh, well, like I said, they've learned to be very good. So, so that's something I'm definitely going to take with me is to think about that. Is thinking about what's that one percent? What are the metrics with which that works? Um, of course, it doesn't have to just be numeric ones. Um, and then, and then see how I can learn to put that into practice as I move forward. I think it's it's a really good one where you identify something you want to improve on, and then so you're really clear on the end goal. And then you break down, well, what are all the aspects that I need to pay attention to to do to get better at this? And so, for instance, if it was um, pitching, for instance, pitching your business idea. So um, uh, I'm going to have to work harder on my mindset to get myself into an empowered, calm, confident place. Uh, I need to get sorted on my uh, poise and presence when I'm on a stage. So how do I stand? Am I flicking my hair? Am I fiddling with my fingers? Am I swinging on my feet? (laughs) You know, all of those things. So I'm going to have to get really clear on that. And then actually on my content, I'm going to have to get better. And then you get really clear on your deck. And in your deck, you'll say, actually, uh, it's uh, it's our vision. We need to be clear on our message. Then maybe our finances, we're not answering the questions right, or I need to present it differently. So I need to have some more funky graphics to illustrate my key messages better. And so you, you create yourself a plan of all these areas that you're going to improve on. And then you think about that incremental improvement. You don't say, right, tomorrow I am going to be brilliant at all of these. No, you have a, a timeline and a plan for how you're going to improve yourself in each of those areas. Who's going to support you with that? How you're going to measure your success on those? And it just it become they become projects within themselves. And so you're getting satisfaction rather than beating yourself up about this poor 
performance when pitching, you're starting to see measurable progress in a whole series of areas. And it's so much more empowering. And, um, and it becomes like it feels as if it's possible. Mm. I think that's a really lovely place to end it. Um, so I'm taking that away as a task to look at what are those areas where I want to be, um, well, where I want to see improvements and how can I implement this uh, continual improvement methodology. And if you have want to have a go as well, then we definitely encourage it. It's it's an approach that, well, you can, as you've heard from both of us, that it, it definitely helps us to overcome those feelings of overwhelm and and some of the perfectionist traits that some of us have. Uh, so do let us know. You can find us on social media at Mindstyling Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Mindstyling Pod on Twitter. And do sign up for our newsletter the link is in the show notes and you will get even more lovely content from us see you soon bye bye so we can't always control the situations that are going on outside of us but we can be in control of how we react to those situations and that is what mind styling is all about